Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of all hope. Season 3, Episode 18, What Once Was. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Where? This way! Mia! Over here! Is it just the one? Yeah, as long as it doesn't bite anyone. I can't get a shot! Everyone down! I don't think they heard you. It's heading for the tents! Shit. I jumped up and climbed onto the stack of wooden boxes. Ambridge, you got a shot? Almost. Don't let it get in the tents! Almost. Got him. Ooh, nice. I hit the shrieker just before he entered one of the big tents. Let's make sure he was the only one. Well, it's dead. The crowd died down. Most people had vacated the area. I think we're okay. Maria pulled out her walkie-talkie. Dana, you copy? Go ahead. We're on the west side of Tent City. Earth the shock. Heading your way now. Copy. Well, Roger's gonna have something to say about this. We can't help it. There are a lot of people here. It was bound to happen. We need to get rid of the body, Maria. We'll burn it. Do we know if this guy was new? Has to be. It doesn't take that long to turn. Dana jogged up behind us. He was one of the rangers that came to the zone with Roger. He was a tall, muscular dude with thinning hair and crooked teeth. Hey! It was just the one, right? Yeah. I'd been helping more. And Mia had introduced me to many of the people that ran the zone. Dana was given the title Head of Security. Okay, good. We have another problem, though. The commotion has drawn some thrashers. We need to divert them ASAP. Maria? Let's go. Maria and Dana jogged off down the trail. Come on. Let's get the wheelbarrow and dispose of the body. Oh, fun. try something else. Um, where are you going? Stationary targets are unrealistic. 
But I just started getting good at shooting. Well, now it's time to get better. We were far away from the quarantine zone, in the middle of the woods. Kylie had set up some target practice to help me become a better shot. She had hung some bottles and cans on ropes. It had been three days since Ambridge told me he was staying, and all that time I had spent preparing myself. It hadn't taken long for me to get better at firing a weapon, but now, Kylie was doing something different. She swung the bottles and cans on the four different ropes and jogged back over to me. (sighs) Okay, try now. Um, okay. Lead them a bit. I took my aim and fired. Finally! Nice one. So I don't know if we can do any more tomorrow. We really need to conserve ammo. I think I got the hang of it. See? This place isn't so bad. I think Kylie thought that I was planning on staying, but I wasn't. I just wanted to practice more with shooting since I would be on my own now, and I needed to protect myself. I hadn't had any luck on finding a car yet, but I thought about heading into the city. I heard a rumor that there were a ton of unused military vehicles near some lake in Edgewater. After I asked around, I found that Edgewater was near the downtown area. I didn't really want to go that far into the city. Plus, how would I get there? And how do I know any of those vehicles would work? They were probably destroyed. Regardless, I would soon need to head into the city and find some kind of transportation. Anything. I was ready to leave. If you want, we can practice more archery tomorrow. No, that's okay. I have some other things to take care of. Like what? Just... things. Just then, Ambridge and Mia walked in. Things were awkward between us now, but it didn't matter. Ambridge had been helping out with the zone. He had even gone out a couple nights on supply runs. Hey, Mia, we doing a run tonight? Nope. Roger wants us to start moving back tents. They had some thrashers get close, but Marie and Dana lured them away. Weird. We haven't had any run-ins in a while. Well, I'm sure the Shriekers' shrieks didn't help. What are you talking about? The Shrieker today? Some new guy who came into the zone was bitten. No one caught it and he ended up turning. When was that? Like an hour ago. Is that what all the commotion was? Yeah, where were you two? Target practice. You didn't hear anything? We were out far. Target practice, huh? That's right. I needed to get better at shooting. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'll, um... I'll catch you later. You guys still fighting? No, but we actually haven't talked much since that day. You've been spending a lot of time with him, Kylie. It's nothing. Just helping him out. With archery? We actually shot live rounds today. Really? Yeah, that's why we went out far. You don't think we attracted the Thrashers, do you? (laughs) Doubt it. They came from the city. (sighs) Good. So then he still plans on leaving? Um, I don't know about that. He hasn't said anything to you? No. Well, if he's practicing his aim, I'd say he is. Huh? What? Nothing. I hope he realizes that if he needs help with anything, I'm here. Have you offered? No. It's like I told you, we haven't talked much. 
Well, he's not going to ask you. Listen, we're busy. You can offer assistance when we get back. Grab a bar and let's go see Roger. Fine. What's that? He wants to have a meeting. I'm sure it's a better screening process. You want in? No, I'm good. Not into all the zone politics. Remember, I stick strictly to supply runs. You, Maria, Travis, you guys can have all the promotions you desire. Well, I don't believe any of the work I do would be considered part of some promotion. Well, I think I'm going to take a nap. Training Jay is exhausting. <laughs> okay. You want one? Sure. Protein or energy? I don't give a shit. Thanks. Let's go. I was heading for the porta potties, even though I really didn't need to use them. I wanted to get away from Ambridge. I was still upset about him deciding to stay. Not only that, he didn't even offer to help me with travel. Mia knew a lot. He could have asked her about transportation for me. It's the least he could do after ditching. I could ask Kylie, but I didn't want to bring it up. She would just try to convince me to stay. My children! Our time has come. We must not wait any longer. If you plan to follow me, make it be known, because we are about to embark. I saw the preacher on the buses. He walked back and forth, overlooking his eager followers. I pushed through into the center of the grouping. I didn't believe anything this guy said, but I found it fascinating the hold he had on the people around me. We will go for answers. The alien beings will see a new people. One that does not mean harm. One that wants to learn and discover. I turned to the large sweaty man next to me. Is he leaving to go to the city? Are you a believer? Uh, sure. Yes. You should join us. Tonight. Tonight? Under the cover of darkness. That's when Preacher Smith wants to leave. Remember... Nothing can hurt you with the Lord at your side. We will go together as one and talk to the beings. God will watch over us and protect us. After listening to the preacher for a few more minutes, I decided to head back. But when I left the group, I saw Kylie standing by the trail, scowling and shaking her head. The screening process changes today. I agree, Roger. Good, because that's your job now, Travis. Shit. Mia and I sat beside each other in Roger's large RV. Travis was there along with Maria and a few other people I had just met the other day. Dana, Gail, and Barry were all rangers who came to the zone with Roger to help reclaim it. We all sat in the living room area with a folded-out table between us, a large area map laying on top. Anybody new comes into the zone, they get a full screening at the gate. Anybody refuses, they don't come in. Sounding a bit militaristic there, Roger. You think I'm being unfair? Mia shrugged. 
I'd been helping out ever since the water tower. I did a couple of supply runs, but mostly helped out in the zone itself. I never planned on working here, but was beginning to enjoy it. Since they had lost some people, they had recruited new supply runners and promoted others to higher positions, if you could call it that. Maria was now in charge of security with Dana, and Travis was now in charge of screening in the front gate. Mia and I were to help Gail and Barry with moving everyone back deeper into the woods, to a safer area, apparently. Screening is important. We don't need another situation like that. The shrieks drew those thrashers near. Of course, if we push back and avoid infiltration, we'll be okay. (laughs) Infiltration. How's it looking on the pushback? We've wrecked a defense all along this area here. The fences are high. We've built them around sturdy trees. We're working on perches now. For the guards? Of course for the guards, Travis. Mia, how about the crowds? We couldn't move anyone back until the fences were finished. Are they? We're doing one final check now. We're working on perches while people move. We have a U-shaped area here. Once everyone pushes back, we'll form the front fence and gate. But that's where some of the problems arise. Why is that, Barry? Because it's deep into the woods, Roger. That's the point. Some of the vehicles we may have to abandon. I think he means the RV. Among other vehicles, the truck. No, we can't leave the truck. Past the clearing, there's no safe way to get into the area. Barry's right. We looked. Have you seen it, Mia? No, but we use the truck for water and other supplies. If we leave it out here and the thrashers reach it... Yeah, if. We'll still have scouts and we'll still need to lure creatures away. The new area is just to provide more time. More cover. (sighs) Gail, I get it. But it should also provide a buffer in case those damn creatures try to dismantle our only working vehicles. Can we clear away? I don't see how. Maria got up and leaned over the table. She pointed at a far corner of the map. What about this area? Too thick. That's why we built it here. I mean, if you want to knock down some trees and build a road, but hell, that's a lot of work. And a lot of noise. No, nothing extra. We can't leave the truck. The jeep. What do you have to say? Roger eyed me. Ambridge, was it? Yeah. Wait, why? He just got here. Maybe so, but he's helped out a lot in that small amount of time. Uh, well, I have to agree with Mia. Vehicles are hard to come by. Maybe if you were to drive the working vehicles along the dirt path, at least into the clearing, that may provide enough space. Space for what? I'm not sure how far the Thrasher's electric pulse reaches, but the goal is to keep your vehicles and electronics far enough away. Moving them to the clearing might be your best bet. I mean, there won't be anyone in the clearing after the move, right? That's right. (sighs) So that means the RVs will have to stay back. No way to tow it. That's fine. Let's do that. We'll have to move everyone out first. Make room on the trail. We need to make sure it's clear. Tents and everything. (sighs) And what happens when water runs out at the tower? That might not be a big worry. Here, south of the new area, is a creek. Yeah, it's not what I would call close, but it's closer than the tower. We may only need to use the truck for supplies. Either way, let's get everything pushed back. The noises from the ship continued. They were frequent now, happening about three times a day. And let's get everything pushed back by tomorrow. Dad! What is it, Jess? A young teenage girl entered the RV. She wore a red flannel shirt with sleeves rolled up. Her dark hair was in a ponytail, which bobbed as she came up the steps. Did you hear that? That was louder than before. I know, honey. Can you give me one second? The young girl rolled her eyes and went to the dining table. She slid into the booth and leaned her head against the window. 
This is the first time I was seeing his daughter. I remember him mentioning her when Jay and I first arrived. Let's get everything pushed back. We'll finish the fence and move the vehicles tomorrow. Travis, let the rest know that the screening will be full and conducted on any new visitors. What about supply runners? What? Shouldn't you do re-screenings on anyone who makes their way into the city? I would like to believe that they would be honest. Mia shrugged and smirked. We all got up and made for the door. Oh, one more thing. Uh, Gail, do me a favor. If we're going to move the vehicles, let's move them all, including the buses. I know they're pretty deep into the zone as is, but let's move them into the west side of the clearing with the trucks and jeeps. You got it. That nut of a preacher might not like it, but who cares? Yeah, I'll do that later today. Thank you. Ambridge, let's go. I nodded and followed Mia out. Will you leave me alone? I told you to stay away from those crazies. Who are you? My mom? They're crazy, Jay. Especially that preacher. Honestly, I don't think he is a preacher. Probably just some psycho who found a cross necklace laying on the ground. Have you heard his ramblings? None of it makes sense. It's not like I want to talk to the aliens. Then why listen? Are you religious? No. Then? I wasn't talking to them about God. I've been asking around for a car. What? A car? A vehicle? So I can get to Cali. You're still going? Yeah. Oh. Why? I thought, since it's been a while, maybe you changed your mind. It's been three days. I've been gathering supplies, trading with people, and you were helping me shoot. I'm gonna be on my own. I wanna be prepared. I told you, you're not going to find a car that works. Not around here. I don't care what you say. I have to try. And has anyone helped? No. But that's why I'll just head into the city. Find one on my own. Because that's safe. You guys do it on your supply runs. In designated areas. You plan on strolling through and trying each vehicle? Hoping someone left their keys and a visor like some cheap horror film? What else am I supposed to do? She didn't answer. She just stared at me. Exactly. I have to find a way. What about Ambridge? Have you talked to him? I have nothing to say to him. He'll help you. No. He's busy. I'll do it myself. Well, then let me help. No thanks. (laughs) So you're going to walk into the city. You know how far that is? But that wasn't my plan. I talked to a few of those crazy religious people... And the preacher was ready to head into the city to meet with the alien beings. Well, I wanted no part in that. Maybe I could hitch a ride, join them as they head into the city, then hop out and find my own transportation, like regular bus travel. Whatever you're thinking won't work. Not around here. I don't care what you think. I don't care what Ambridge thinks. I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm getting to California one way or another, and I don't need anyone else's opinion on the matter.
Hey! Stephanie had made it back. I shouted to Teddy to turn off the fence. Once he did, I pulled open the gate, but Stephanie just rushed past me. I also noticed someone leaning on her as she passed. After locking the gate, I went after her. When I reached Stephanie, she had already tied her horse to the banister. She was now helping Madison down. Where's Ava? Come on, Madison. (laughs) Easy. Hey, hey! Where's Ava? It's like fire. I know. We need antibiotics. What's going on? Madison's been bitten. What? Hey, Stephanie, where's Ava? We had to leave her. What? Like a punch in the gut, I couldn't breathe. I nearly collapsed. You left her? But she didn't answer. She led Madison up the porch steps and inside. Teddy gave me a concerned look before following. Hey! Hey! I ran into the dining room where Teddy and Stephanie were tending to Madison's wounds. Move, honey! Dad, let me! We need to clean it! I got it! It hurts. It really hurts. What the hell happened? I got bitten. How? You want me to explain how teeth work? How did this happen? I don't have time to explain. Maddie, take these. Madison swallowed some pills. Am I gonna turn? Let's just finish cleaning it. I am, aren't I? I'm gonna turn into one of those things. No, you're not. Yes, I am, Pops. I'm gonna become a monster. I want to know where Ava is right now. Can I tend to my sister? Now. Stephanie! She turned around and pushed me back. My sister has been bitten. I'm aware, but Ava's still out there. You left her. I want to know what the hell happened. Stephanie, tell him. I'll take care of Madison. (gasps) I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn. It's okay, honey. We're gonna fix this right up. Look. Teddy ripped her long sleeve open and pulled it away from a large gash on her forearm. Come here! Stephanie yanked me out of the room. You want to know what happened? We got fucked. I set off the fireworks, the Shriekers were distracted, but a few hours later, before we could get the generator out, the Shriekers were led back. By what? Some fucking asshole bikers who were joyriding around the town, chugging beer and shooting their guns in the air. The Shriekers came back. Hundreds of them. We had to hide, and we did. We tried laying low, but those fucking assholes made it hard on us. Some shriekers spotted us. They attacked. Maddie got bitten. We got separated from Ava. She couldn't make it out of the market. She told us to go. So we did. (laughs) You left her. She told us to go. Bullshit. Hey, it's the truth. She knew the consequences. Plus, she said she would distract the bikers. Did she? I don't know. We didn't look back. Oh, good. So they could have her? I had to get Madison back. I had to help her before she turns into one of those things. And Ava could be bitten at this point, too. What about her? I had to get Madison back before it was too late. We... we have a problem. I know, Dad. It's spreading. I got her back as fast as possible. It was a long ride. We have to act fast. What do we do? Can we cut it out? Steffi, I'm not sure how to stop it. Not at all. And at this point, I only see one option. What? We need to amputate her arm. Dad, no! 
It's spreading, Stephanie. I don't know how to stop it. There has to be another way. We can't wait. You don't even know if that'll work. We don't have any other option. She told me she was bitten on her wrist. Look at the rest of her arm. If it spreads any further, she... We have to do this, and we have to do it now. What if it doesn't work? We have to try. Stephanie looked at me with saddened eyes, then pushed past. Are you sure about this? No, I'm not. Do you have any ideas? Now would be the time. I'm sorry, I don't. It might be the only way to save my daughter's life. And we're going to need your help. An hour later and I was waiting in the living room, my shirt soaked with blood. Stephanie walked in and sat across from me. I assumed she'd been crying since her eyes were red and swollen. Her shirt was soaked with blood too. How was she? Still out. Now that we have some free time, you can tell me what happened in more detail. And let me know the quickest way to get to that town. Unless you'd like to lead the way. I'm not leaving. Is that right? Madison needs me. My father needs me. There's no way I'm going back right now. I'm sorry. Are you? I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, I'm sure it was real difficult to hightail it out of there and save your own life. Now you know why I didn't want you taking along with your limp. Ironically, it's now me and my limp that has to go out there. Ava knew the risks. Now, if you want to wait till morning... I'm not waiting any longer. You'd be a damned fool to go out there at night. Well, I'm a damned fool then. You can't go now. I can and I will. What do you expect Ava to do out there alone? I expect she'll find some cover and wait till morning. She was still in the store, and I'm sure she'll stay there for the time being. And what if those shriekers get to her? Or those so-called bikers? But Stephanie didn't have an answer for that. And how do you plan on getting there? Walking? Last I checked, you still had two horses. You ain't taken any horse. I had to leave too. If you want to wait until morning, I'll accompany you back. I owe you that. But I need to make sure Madison is all right. I can't leave her with my father. That's when it hit me. She was worried about Madison turning. We had amputated her arm, which was a grueling, messy act. We had shoved a wooden spoon in her mouth, which she had snapped through. It reminded me of the basement when Melissa extracted the bullet from my leg. I rubbed my leg. It was still sore. When Madison comes too, she'll be in a lot of pain. That poor girl. We had no idea if she'd pull through. I heard the despair in Stephanie's voice. After the amputation, we had burned and bandaged her arm. None of us knew the infection would spread. I expect her to sleep through the night. And what if she awakens as something else? I don't want to think about it. We were all under the assumption that the infection kills its host before causing it to turn. God, I hope we're right. I think it's time I go. Wait! Are you insane? I will not wait for morning. Hey, I told you! 
I'll go, all right? Damn, I'll go. But you have to give me time. Ava doesn't have time. I understand you're upset, but... That's an understatement. Ava went to help you and your family. Don't act like this was one-sided. I'm not waiting. Please. Honey, tell him. Tell him she's safe. She was in the store when we left. There were no shriekers inside. But she told you that she would cause a diversion to help you escape. Who knows what happened then? Maybe she got back to the horses. How would she know how to get back here? She doesn't even know this area. Stephanie just shrugged. Exactly. You're not taking my horse. Really? Yeah. Let's all calm down. Please. It's been a traumatic night, and I take full blame. My daughter will go with you in the morning. She'll help you find Ava. Isn't that right? Steffi? Isn't that right? It is. Fine. Instead of heading towards the front door, I turned and headed down the hallway. Pops, you do know that I can't leave until Madison wakes. When the sun comes up, you'll leave, regardless. Pops! He helped us with Madison. You'll help him with Ava. I didn't plan on leaving her. Maddie was bitten, and I panicked. I panicked, Pops. Oh, I don't blame you, honey. But you need to help him now. You have to help him bring her back. I stood in the den, staring out one of the windows. The lights were still on outside. Huh. I couldn't wait till morning. The basement door was open. Fuck it. I ran down. I would need more ammo. And I would need to turn off the generator. be acting up again. Well, get it back up. We can't be vulnerable like this. Not now. Well, one moment, Steph. Mark! Mark! Uh, are you here? Hell? Son of a bitch! What is it? Pops! He took my horse! That son of a bitch! He's got Charlie! He left? Look! He's out the gate! He must have turned off the generator. Shit. Steffi! He's out! He's gone. That motherfucker. Steffi! Do you blame him? Shit, shit, shit. Now what do we do? You have to go. You have to help him. Now? Yes, now. How? You never gave her the attention, but maybe it's time. You want me to take Snoopy out now? At this time? In this situation? I don't see any other choice. And what about Madison? I need to be here when she wakens. I'll be here, honey. But, but what if, what if it isn't her? What if it isn't her? I'll take care of it. Dad, 
Go, Steffi. I'll watch over Maddie the whole time. Promise. <sighs> when I get out, turn the generator back on. Road girl, come on. That's it. It had to be late. I was hiding in a small supply closet in the basement of the grocery store. I now leaned against the door and waited. Some moonlight shone through the cracks in the ceiling and walls. This whole plan went wrong from the get-go. It took longer to get here because of the wagon. Stephanie had trouble getting the fireworks started. We had to clear a lot of debris from the generator. Then some asshole bikers came barreling through town, leading the shriekers back. The good news was they were now gone, and a lot of the streakers went with them, but not all. I hope Stephanie and Madison made it out okay. Madison was bitten. I told them to go. I couldn't climb out, and there were streakers everywhere, plus those damn assholes riding around. I wondered if Stephanie would take Madison all the way back. Would she be able to? And would Stephanie come back for me? What would she say to Mark? I know Mark would be worried, but I could handle myself. I could make it through this, just hide till morning, and if no one came back for me tonight, I would find my own way out. I just had to wait. What's going on? It's your friend. 
What? Jay? Did he come back? For a moment. I thought it was weird that Jay was gone all afternoon and most of the night. I knew he was still upset with me and now apparently Kylie, but for him not to sleep? Not sure what that was about. He's acting weird. Yeah. That's how he normally acts. He's talking to one of those religious nuts in the clearing. What time is it? What's going on, Kylie? His friend is acting weird. And it's got to be like midnight. Okay. I'll talk to him in the morning. I think he may do something stupid. I don't doubt it. (sighs) Hey, his stuff is gone. So? All of it. I got a weird feeling when she said that. All of it. I sat up. Sorry, what's going on? Uh, uh, Can you guys keep it down? Trying to sleep over here. Why do we leave now? Middle of the night. Oh no. What's that? Are they moving vehicles now? Mia, wake up! I'm already awake. What is it, Maria? They took the buses. Who? Oh shit. The preacher and his goddamn followers. We just saw them pull out through the west entrance. You don't think... Yeah, I do. They took the buses, Breacher Smith and the rest of them. How? Knocked out Gale. Found him tied up on the north side. They took the keys. What? He was gonna move the buses earlier, but never got around to it. Oh, those damn idiots. I knew he was trouble. Is Gale okay? He's fine. Where's Maria? Right here. Mia and I quickly followed Maria to Roger's RV. What did you do? Wake up the whole camp? We want those buses back, right? Roger, we can send a couple people out. They're heading into the city, but if we take the bikes, we can cut them off at- No. No, Dana. We're going to forget it. What? That guy's a damn fool, but I'm not risking any people or any working vehicles. But what about for parts? And we may need the buses. For what? Extraction? We can't take them in the woods with us to the new zone, so it's pointless. If you're worried about people, I'll go. I already volunteered. I'm not worried about volunteers. Let those nuts go. Let them face those things head on. They won't last. Plus, Hudson just fixed up another Jeep. As much as I hate to let supplies slide out of our grasp, it ain't worth it. But I'd really like to go. No one goes. My friend is on that bus. Sorry, buddy, but your friend is a nutcase if he's with him. He's on there for the wrong reasons. They all are. Can I please take a bike to bring him back? No. No more vehicles will be lost tonight. Dad, is everything okay? It's fine, honey. Go back to sleep. Dad. Jess. (sighs) Please, I can be back. No, and that's final. In fact, Maria, Dana... Make sure no other vehicles go out tonight, just in case any more of those religious nutbags decide to join late. You got it, Roger. I was about to say something else, but Mia grabbed my arm and shook her head. Then it's done. It's over. He's no longer our problem. Good riddance and God bless. Come on, Ambridge. After Mia and I had given ourselves some distance from the RV, and Maria and Dana, we felt more comfortable. I knew Mia knew what I was thinking. If you want a bike, we can't ask. I want a bike. Figured you'd might. You offering yours? No, that town's too far. We have to take one here and now. 
You gonna help me? I have to. You gotta get to those buses before it's too late, or your I know friend- that fucking idiot. I could kill him. Why would he do this? Because he needed a vehicle, and he probably felt that was a good way to get into the city. Well, it's a good way to get himself killed. I could have helped him get a vehicle. But you didn't. You were busy. You mocking me? Calm down. Just repeating what he said. Of all the people to travel with. Safety in numbers, I guess. So what? Should I let him be, since this is all part of his plan? Hell no. He's in danger. More danger than he thinks. <sighs> God damn it, Jay. Okay, I gotta reach him. We need a bike. We? Yeah, I'm going too. I think Kylie's taken a liking to your friend. He's surprisingly pleasant to be around. When he's not being an idiot. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what it is. Sure. Let's get a bike. Wait, you too? Yeah, Kylie and I know Denver well. It'll be dangerous. <sighs> We're not damsels in distress. You'll need us. Come on. We don't have time to waste. Hours passed, and I stayed huddled in the supply closet. What the... Oh, shit. They're back? The bikers were back. I could hear them drive around town, shooting at more shriekers. I expected to hear a ton more, but it never happened. Were they luring them back? What do these guys want? I stood on a box and tried to peer out the small cracked window near the ceiling, but all I could see was darkness. It had to be the same guys. I had no idea if they were friendly, so I went back to the corner and waited. Hopefully, they would go away again. I think that was the last of them. Man, that fucker knocked off my mirror. Told you there were cracks too. Cole, keep watch. I'm gonna refill. We don't need to watch. We got them all. Told you that alarm would work. That doesn't mean shit. Have you checked inside the bank? Have you checked inside the homes? Man, we got enough of them. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, man, they're all over the fucking place. There's one now. Not anymore. Just keep watch, damn it. Where are you going? Me? To get some food, man. Oh, shit. Get me something. Fuck you. Get your own shit. You know, you didn't have to break that window. The door's wide open, dumbass. Not to mention the gaping hole in the side of the building. Shut up. One of the guys was in the store. And how am I gonna keep watch and get some shit? Not my problem. Has told you to keep watch, not me. It's okay, Ava. They'll grab food and go. Oh, fuck this. Holy shit, there's so much stuff. But that dumb shit fucked over half of it. He must have been talking about the truck. The other guy had come into the store now. I had heard them both upstairs rummaging around. Not keeping watch? Tess is gonna kick your ass. Man. He's gonna kick your ass. I'm fucking hungry. 
And he told us to make sure there weren't any more of them fuckers. <laughs> oh, that's why you're in here. To make sure it's safe. Maybe they wouldn't hurt me, but I didn't want to test it. Not after the run-in with that psycho Adam. I stayed quiet while they scoured the small store. Hey man, you think any more of those crocs will show? That alarm was loud. That was a mile away, and we didn't see any. Yeah, but we're supposed to be clearing the way. And we are. No, we're not. We're eating Pop-Tarts. You found Pop-Tarts? I found a shitload. Move, man. Hey, not those. Move. No! Don't you have to keep watch? We're fine. There's no more zombies. Ah, shit. (laughs) You sure about that? Shit. God damn it! Seriously, Cole, what the hell? I was hungry. You all right? Fuck, am I all right? What the fuck are you guys doing? Eating Pop-Tarts. Have you searched the building? Not yet. We need to make the area secure. For the others? Oh, shit. Others? There are more of them? We will in a minute. They'll be passing through in the morning. Now. All right. All right. Damn. Yeah, man. Get to it. You too, Marcus. I needed to get out of here. There was no waiting for morning. There were going to be more of these guys, not to mention the constant noise that may draw more creatures. I got up and instantly regretted it as I bumped into a near shelf. Shit! What was that? Sounded like a can. Well, go check it out. Let me get the Pop-Tarts. Jesus Christ, man. Here. Thank you. Way to go, Ava. I could hear one of the guys making his way down the rubble. There's a rope hanging here. So? I don't know. I slowly moved to the door and braced against it. Um, I don't see anything down here. Well, it wasn't the damn wind. Marcus, come on. We got to make this whole town secure. All right, man. You guys are just going to leave me here? The stairs are smashed. How am I supposed to get back up? Climb the rope. Oh, come on. Hey, guys. Rude. Okay, Cole. If it wasn't the wind, it had to be something else. Let's see if it was a rat or a zombie. Zombie? Any zombies here? The guy was right near the door. My heart beat faster. I held my breath. Hmm. Come on. Zombie? If there's any zombie inside, can you unlock the door so I can blow your head off? Pretty please. Oh God, don't move, Ava. I lowered my head just in case he tried to shoot the lock. Well, shit. Must have been a rat then. God damn it. I could hear him climbing back up. He couldn't use the rope because it was only slung over the truck. We never attached it to anything. We ran out of time. The clouds had finally moved, allowing the moonlight to seep in once again. I didn't budge from my spot. I could hear the guys walking around outside. Now, how would I get out? I had to be careful. Just then, I heard some movement by the window. Shit. I looked up and saw a smiling face. One of the men was looking right at me. Turns out it wasn't a rat. How's it going, girly?
Whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, girl. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm new to this. It was pitch black. The clouds hid the moon. I just needed to get my bearings. I pulled out a map. My flashlight wasn't helping either. Sure, I could see the map better, but I had no idea where I was. Oh, shit. I heard someone coming. Was that another horse? That's when the clouds moved and I could see the field behind me. A figure riding up. I'm glad you can make it. You son of a bitch! Easy, girl. Easy. I said easy! You ready now? You idiot. This is so dangerous. I'm aware. But I'm still going. And since you're here, I'd say you're going too. We should have waited till morning. No, you should have waited for her. Not with Maddie bitten. I made it back home with Maddie still conscious. Us leaving Ava might have saved Maddie's life. And might have taken Ava's. Don't take this the wrong way, but family first. Enough chatting. Which way? I held up the map. That's the wrong one, idiot. She snatched the map from me and ripped it. What the hell are you doing? Wrong county. Couldn't even get the right map. Sorry, I was in a rush. We should head back. Not happening. Fine. I'll lead. Yeah, and I should trust you? You'll probably just lead me back to the farmhouse. Does it look like I'm turning around? (sighs) This way. Come on, girl. You too, Charlie. We need to hurry. You know, Ava said you'd worry. Now, was that before or after you ditched her? She said you were held captive by some crazy asshole and his family. His family wasn't as bad as he was. She said you were lucky to escape. We were. I'm trying to say... I understand why you worry. Damn right. And it looks like my worry was legitimized. She's strong, you know, Ava. She is. She's all I have. I'm sorry, okay? I panicked. And like I said, she told me to go. (sighs) Ava's like that. She seems like a good person. She is. (sighs) Let's go get her then. You good on her? I'd switch, but there's no way you could ride Snoopy. I've heard she can be hard to handle. Yes, she can. She likes to be a brat, but she also likes something else. What's that? She likes to run. Ready, girl? Ready, Charlie? Let's go. Giddy up! Sammy, get up. What? Get up. Why? We probably have a small window right now. I saw them walking from the entrance. Uh, walking? Window? What's going on? We need your help. But I thought you said we weren't going for a run tonight. We're not. It's for something else. Where's Lane? (sighs) I don't know. Maybe taking a piss or 
Smoking a fatty? Get up. Kylie kicked the under part of the cot, which sent Sammy popping up. Ow! Jesus! Okay! What? What do you guys want? We need to get the dirt bikes. So go get them! We need to do it inconspicuously. We're on lockdown right now. Someone steal more canned food from the pantry? No, the religious nut took the buses. Pastor Biff? Preacher Smith. That's it. We need you and Lane to keep Maria and Dana busy long enough so we can get the bikes. Why me? Because you're good at being annoying. Just talk your way in or create a distraction. A distraction? Who are you, Johnny Quist? (laughs) What an odd reference. Uh, Just get their attention somehow. You do it. I'm tired. Just light something on fire. That'll distract them. (sighs) Damn it, Sammy. Hey, what's going on? Lane, we need your help. What are you doing out here, Lane? We need the box. What? No. We're going out tonight? No, you're not. No one's making a run tonight. That's not what Mia told us. I talked to Roger. Talk to him again. Hmm. Why? Because word was he wanted us to go out. No. He told us to watch over the vehicles. What's going on? Dana, Lane says Roger told them to do a run. I didn't say that. I said talk to Roger. Really? Yeah. That can't be. We had some trouble. There's no way he would allow a run right now. I'm telling you. (sighs) Fine. Let me see. I'll be right back. You gonna go see too? No. Dana's got it. I was told to watch the vehicles, Lane. That's what I'm gonna do. Mia, Kylie, and I were about ten yards away. Watching with the help of the moonlight. What's going on? Looks like Maria's staying put. Let's just go take them. What's she gonna do? Shoot us? Possibly. That bitch never liked me. (sighs) I have to agree with Kylie. If she's not gonna go, we just have to take them. We don't have time to wait around. And it's not like Dana's gonna come back with good news. Lane's straight up lying. At least it's only Maria right now. If they find out we took the bikes, Roger may not let us back in. Do you really care? Right now, I do. That's when I noticed a faint yellow glow near our camp. Hey, uh, what's that? Come on, Maria. Kylie and Mia will be here any second. Let us go. Lane, Pastor Smith took the buses. Roger is worried that some other religious nuts may take the bikes, too. How will they take it if we got them? Yeah, Maria. Plus, I'd be more worried about the religious nuts doing something else. Like what, Sammy? I don't know. Like, maybe burning a cross in the middle of camp? What? Look! Holy shit! Is that a fire? Now, I'm no smoky, but I'd say that the flames are a dead giveaway. Shit! Uh, Watch the bikes, Lane! When Maria took off, we ran up. Really, Sammy? A fire? Did it work? And what if this whole place burns down? We'll be fine. Come on, Lane. Let's go help Maria put it out. Do you need any help, Mia? I think we're good. But if anyone asks... You're doing a run. 
Sammy and Lane jogged off. Come on, let's get your dumbass friend back. Now to find a vehicle. The plan was to wait till the buses reached their destination and everyone disembarked. Then I would separate from the pack before their rendezvous with the aliens. I found out Edgewater is close to the downtown area. My fingers were crossed. Please let there be a working vehicle there. Are you okay? Across the aisle sat the middle-aged woman with curly red hair. She wore jeans and a baggy gray shirt. She was the one I talked to several days ago. The one who mentioned the importance of being strong and courageous. I don't know if I was being either of those things, but I nodded anyway. You seem nervous. No, I'm... I'm okay. Is it excitement? I know I'm giddy with anticipation. I've heard the creatures resemble us. I mean, not identical, but they walk on two legs and have arms and such. Oh, yeah, I've heard that too. Can you imagine if we can communicate with them? Yeah, that would be, uh, cool. No, it wouldn't. It was scary as hell. I leaned into the aisle. The bus held a lot of people, but it wasn't nearly as packed as I thought it would be. Although the bus in front of us had Preacher Smith, and I think most people wanted to ride with him. There was actually no one else in the seat next to me, which was nice, since I had brought two backpacks. What did you bring? Oh, just some supplies. Supplies? What kind of supplies? Food, water, whip, but I stopped myself. I hope you weren't about to say weapons. No, no. I left all those behind. You had some? Before. For, uh, protection. She eyed me suspiciously. I would hope so. This is about peace and understanding. We must offer what we intend to receive. Honestly, I'm not sure why you brought so much stuff. I'll need it for my travels. What travels? There's a place close to downtown that I heard had military vehicles. Kind of like a dumping ground for them. (laughs) So? So I want to see if I can get one. I don't think I understand. Aren't you here to speak to the alien beings? Oh, no. You're not? I I mean, I am, but, but after... I mean, afterwards. I realized my mistake, but was having trouble backtracking. Are you a believer? A follower? Yeah. Yeah. I am. What's really in those bags? Food. And water. And that's it. Hmm. The woman got up and made her way to the front of the bus. She whispered into the bus driver's ear. 
My heart began to race. So much for stowing aboard. This might not have been my smartest plan, but I was so close. Just then I saw the bus driver peer back through the rearview mirror. His glaring made me uneasy. Then slowly, each passenger in the seats in front of me began to turn and stare. This wasn't good. Calm down, girl. Calm down. She does not like being tied up. She's a bit loud. We had arrived just outside of town. We were in a wooded area. There we go. Good girl. I should make you ride her on the way back. No thanks. Can we go? Yeah, but we have a problem. What? Ava may not be here. And why do you say that? Because Sugar and Blue and the cart are gone. Are you serious? We tied them up here. But you were going to use the cart. We kept them away until we were ready to retrieve the generator. We never finished getting it uncovered. We didn't anticipate so much debris. I thought you'd seen the generator before. Seen? Yes. Tried to move? No. So Ava made it out? I don't know. But the horses are gone. Shit. We made our way into the woods. What started out as your typical forest slowly turned into the alien vegetation. It's everywhere. I know. It grows fast. Should we really be near this? There's no other way. It covers the town. Are you sure we're heading the right way? I've done this plenty of times. You all right there? Stephanie caught me rubbing my leg. It's been a while since I've been horseback riding. Sure. Blame it on the horse. Ten minutes later and we were at the outskirts of the town. The town was desolate, but the shrieker bodies laid strewn across the streets and lawns. Stephanie was right. This town was covered in alien foliage. Where's the store? Keep your voice down. We have bikers and shriekers to worry about. Looks like the bikers took care of the shriekers. We don't know if they got them all. And we don't know if they're still here. Yeah, we do. Look. Atop a roof across the main street stood a man wearing all black. I used my rifle scope to get a better look. Stephanie used her rifle to do the same. The moon was shining brightly, which allowed us to spot the tall man with the slick back hair. He also had a fire going on the roof. That's the bank. What does that mean? It means it's the bank. Well, great. So we need to make it to the store. Can we get there without arousing them? Shh! What? Holy shit! What? Look! At the bank! The right corner of the roof! I closed my left eye to focus. It didn't take long before I spotted what Stephanie saw. Holy shit. Ava! Shut it! (sighs) You want to get shot? We don't know who these guys are. What guys? I see one. There were three. Well, at least three. They can be bad news. So let's not attract them. Well, Ava's up there, and we have to get to her. I can't believe they found her! I can. You left her here. Alone. Can we save this for later? Fine. How do we get her? We need to find the other two first. Well, what if they're up there too? I don't see them. Do you? I scanned the roof. 
but I saw no one else. I then scanned the other buildings that were in the vicinity. I don't see anybody else. There's no way there's only one guy. Maybe something happened to the other two. Maybe. Are you sure that's one of the bikers? No, I'm not. I never got a good look. But I'd say it's a safe assumption. We need to get her. Shit. I've never shot anyone. Don't think about it until you have to do it. Thanks for the pep talk. Come on, let's move down. We cautiously moved down a steep incline towards what looked to be a small flower shop. He's a biker, all right. He look familiar now? Not his face, but those do. Stephanie motioned to the three motorcycles parked on the side of the bank. And look, there's another one. A beefy bald guy made his way around the building towards his bike. He reached in the satchel and pulled out a box of cigarettes. I found him! That makes two. Now to get an eye on number three. We scanned the area but saw no one else. The beefy guy made his way back around the bank, and a minute later he appeared on the roof. He said something to Ava, but I couldn't hear what was said. How did he get out there so fast? There's a ladder in the back. How do you know? I told you. Not my first time. I know this town, okay? Then help me get to that ladder. She once again looked down at my leg. I'm fine. (sighs) We should split up. Not far. Not out of eyesight. But you go around towards the gas station. I'll take the right side. We'll both converge on the back of the bank. And what about guy number three? We keep looking. We can't kill any of them. (laughs) Really? What about the pep talk? Was that a macho brag? We can't shoot them while they still have Ava. They'll hurt her. If they haven't already. So we'll just use harsh language? Just don't be seen. Hey, same goes for you. When I get to the other side, cover me as I go up the ladder. You cover yourself on the way up. I'm going to keep my gun on the two Hells Angels on the roof. That way, when you get up there, you won't be outnumbered. And we're hoping there's only three? We don't have another option unless you want to wait around. No, we can't. We have no idea what they have planned for her. Let's go. I was about to walk off, but I stopped myself. What's the problem? I can trust you, right? You won't leave me. Leave us. I'm not going anywhere. Promise. I hesitated a moment, then nodded. We quickly parted and made our way across the street. My leg was killing me, but I couldn't focus on it. I had to get to Ava. I made my way across the street, cautiously stepping over dead shriekers. They were everywhere, but they weren't my main worry. The bikers were. I couldn't believe we were in this situation again. Once again, some assholes were keeping her hostage. Some quick flashbacks of the basement entered my mind. I should have never let Ava go. We were meant to stay together. Sometimes it felt like it was a contest to see who could help more, Ava or me. Was I too protective? Maybe. But look what happened. I made my way through some tall grass on the left of the building. The blue-green vegetation was everywhere. Some had even rubbed onto my clothes. God, I hope this stuff isn't toxic. I walked up to the three motorcycles parked by the brick wall. Where was the third guy? As I made my way around the building, I saw a dark figure run across a back alley. My first thought was Shrieker, but then I realized it was Stephanie. Even though the clouds had now blocked the moonlight, my eyes had adjusted. I saw the ladder. Okay, Mark, let's do this. Hopefully Stephanie was in a good position. I slung the rifle onto my back and pulled my revolver out. But right as I grabbed the first rung, 
I spun around as the moonlight seeped through the parting clouds. And there, right behind me, a scrawny guy with tattoos. Uh, who the fuck are you? Shit. I didn't have time. I raised my gun, but he lunged. We fell to the ground and wrestled. The revolver had been knocked away. Too far. The strange man reached for his gun, but I grabbed his arm. I fought hard until the man kneed me in the side of the leg, right in my wound. I need help! I grabbed his face and pushed. We rolled. The other guy should be here in a second. Stephanie, I need you. I tried kicking to no avail. Ah, you son of a bitch! Just then we had rolled back over and the man had me penned. He kicked me again as I reached for the revolver. I kicked the man back with my good leg, but he recovered and quickly stood. Before I could reach for my revolver, he pulled his gun and pointed it at my head. This is it. I would be shot for a third and final time. What are you doing? This is where we'll leave them. Let's go. On foot? We can't take the bikes in. We'll lose them. You know how many thrashers are down that way? How many stalkers? And they'll be safe here? Safer. We'll never make it in time. We have to be careful. I hear them. See? They're not far. They'll be attracting a lot of unwanted attention very soon. Already are. Come on. We walked for about 20 minutes when we lost track of the buses. Shit. I don't hear them anymore. You think they're still heading downtown? I think we were able to get ahead of them. They're probably on 25 now. What if they don't make it? To where? My point exactly. We have no idea where this nutcase plans on speaking to the Master Race. (laughs) Master Race? Well, he believes they have knowledge of God Almighty. think we're okay. Mia, there's a good chance they don't make it this far. Yeah, when Jay and I first got into the city, there were thrashers and shriekers everywhere. That's still the case. I want a vantage point. Where? The beams come down between Lincoln Park and Capitol Hill. Since the ship hasn't moved, it'll probably be the same. We need to get to one of the buildings near Larimer Square. That's too close. Is that near Coors Field? Somewhat. It's our best chance to see the buses.
As we got closer, the ship grew larger. The ominous feeling of the thing blocking out most of the starry sky had me on edge. There was no way we'd get there in time. You hear that? Is that a bus? I don't think so. Holy shit. Look! In front of us, the street was demolished. Broken pavement, collapsed buildings. Cars stuck up vertically out of the ground. The whole area had caved in. For miles. That can't be from the meteors, right? No. No. That's something else. Uh, we have company. Are you? We ran down a narrow alley, checking each door as we passed. Finally, one exit door on a small red brick building opened. Here. We waited for the Shriekers to pass. Oh, I think we're okay. Yeah, there's no way the buses will make it this far. But we'll have a good view if they come down 70, which is what I think they'll do. Why? Because it's the easiest way to get to Lincoln Park. The road isn't as blocked as other highways, and they'll definitely stick to highways. You're assuming that they'll head to Lincoln Park? It makes the most sense. It's the fastest way to reach downtown from 25. Odds are they'll get overrun by shriekers or thrashers before they ever reach downtown. We won't know until we see them. Well, we can't see them hiding out in this hallway. Then let's get a better view. Mia motioned to a staircase behind us. I had no idea what this building was because we snuck into the back. We headed up the stairs and saw half the roof was missing. Help me up. Here. Ladies first. Go ahead. Come on. Kylie and Mia reached for me. They pulled me up onto the roof. It wasn't the tallest building in the area, but it was good enough. Over there. That's 70. Are you sure? I mean, that's part of it. What is that noise? I went to the other side of the roof, taking careful steps. When I looked into the heart of the downtown area, I saw a huge crater. Nothing but rubble. Kylie was right. It was bigger than any of the meteor-sized craters. Uh, guys? Holy shit. Look how far it goes. That has to be Capitol Hill. And look, over there, that's the Denver Zoo. Hardly any buildings stood. What are they doing? Why dig a massive hole? Who knows? But there has to be a reason for it, right? They made that crater for a purpose. We shouldn't have come here. We came for your friend. Damn it, Jay. What were you thinking? You couldn't have just helped him out. I didn't know we'd be doing something like this. Down. We all ducked as the shriekers and screeches got louder. I cautiously peered over the ledge to see several thrashers running through the streets. They climbed over cars and debris, making their way to the interstate. That's when I noticed a group of people coming down the off-ramp. Oh, shit. What? Over there, look. Is, Is that them? That's the preacher, all right. Holy shit. He made it farther than I thought. A large crowd was coming down the ramp. One lone man led them. <sighs> Those fucking nutjobs. What happened to the buses? They may have lost them, or possibly couldn't make it all the way through. They're completely vulnerable. Each person walked slowly, with their hands up. We were too far away to really see anything. I can't find Jay. Me either. We're too far. You really want to head closer. There's so many of them. They don't stand a chance. We didn't see shriekers, but we saw hundreds of thrashers. 
They ran through the streets toward their unsuspecting victims. They're gonna die. What do we do? We can't do anything. We have to get closer. I agree. We can do that. This place is gonna be a massacre any second. You wanna be caught in it? Jay is down there. Somewhere. Jesus! The ship came to life. The echoes carried throughout the city. I covered my ears and so did Mia and Kylie. It stopped the preacher and his followers in their tracks. But it also stopped the thrashers. You guys seeing this? Oh my god. They stopped. The thrashers then turned and ran back from where they came, disappearing behind the buildings in rubble. The preacher turned to his subjects and started shouting something. We were too far away to hear him. This isn't good. We're too late. We need to go. No, what about Jay? It's too late for him. But he's not part of that. He's not crazy. He just he just wanted to find a vehicle. He came too far. We can't save him. Then why did we come? To watch him die? My heart sank as six red beams dropped from the ship. Dark skeletal figures came raining down. Hundreds of them. I'm telling you, it's too late. It'd be one thing if they were still on 25 or 70, but... But this is my fault. It's not. It is. Fuck. Regardless, we need to go. The stalkers are here now. We can't fight them. Ambridge. She's right. Wait. Look. The beams retracted, but that was because the descent was finished. Now hundreds of tall skeletal figures were standing in the streets. We were still too far away to get a good look, but... I could tell they were wearing some kind of masks and carrying some weaponry. (laughs) And there goes the nutcase. The preacher walked towards the creatures. I watched in awe at the balls on this man as he tried to talk to them, but then everything changed. In an instant. Not that it was a shock. One creature raised his weapon and pointed it at the preacher. In an instant, the preacher was flying backwards and BAM! He hit the ground. That's when the panic ensued. The stalkers... As Mia and Kylie had called them, killed every single person, firing blue beams into the crowd. They weren't here to talk. That was obvious. But my heart beat rapidly as I tried to spot Jay in the crowd. I couldn't. Even though the weapons illuminated the area, it was still too dark to see anything. And now, too chaotic. Then a bright blue beam shot from the bottom of the ship, hitting the off-ramp where the last few survivors ran for cover. And just like that, they were gone. The area now quiet. All that build up for nothing. I had a shortness of breath as I thought about Jay. I fell back against the edge of the roof. Ambridge! Ambridge! He's dead. He's fucking dead. I didn't move. Neither did Mia or Kylie. Instead, we sat there and listened as the stalkers were beamed back up into the ship. Jay was now gone. And it was my fault. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Issa Yazdezade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Nick Engelhardt as Mark Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Jody Swenson as Stephanie 
Catabelle as Madison, Krista Tolley as Teddy and Preacher Smith, Ariel Hack as Mia, Gina Coyle as Kylie, Brett Wilkins as Travis, Gareth Thomas as Sammy, Michael Moman as Roger, Crystal Hall as Lane, Corey Pettit as Maria, Jess, and Irene, Reed Kreiner as Dana, Brian Messick as Hess, Justin Alderson as Cole, Sylvester Zeku as Marcus, Jerry Swindle as Gail, and Justin Stewart as Barry. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Aldrich Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black, and Amberlynn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amberlynn Nicole. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.